Welcome back to another episode of Agile Way podcast, where we explore challenges organizations face on their Agile journey. How to become great Scrum Master, how to change your leadership style, or how to embrace agility at the organization level. I'm Suzy Shukova, Agile coach, certified Scrum trainer, and author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile leader book, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm passionate about business agility, organizational culture, and Agile leadership, and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast, to share with you my experiences and stories from my Agile journey. Today's episode is called Agile HR. As organizations are changing the way they work, their need for overall business agility is growing. Different departments are trying to not only implement the Agile frameworks and apply Scrum or Kanban to enhance their capabilities to deliver value, but also completely redesigning their function. And Agile HR is one of those departments which requires a radical shift. You need to change the way you look at things and approach things. Agile requires a different culture, which is team-oriented and much more collaborative and creative. As many practices organizations currently use for recruiting and onboarding, positions and career path, performance review and evaluation, and reward and bonus system are individual-oriented and are coming from competing and controlling cultures, the change is inevitable. The higher level of business agility is in the environment, the stronger pressure is for changing the practices as well. So what is HR role in Agile space? We can say that we build organizations around motivated individuals, involving them in co-creating their journey. Agile HR focuses on the best employee experience from the first contact through day one, support their growth, motivation, and increasing their value to the organization. It's not about processes, but a different culture. We simply create environment enhancing collaboration, co-creation, innovations, and creativity. Very different from what HR role is in traditional environments. I see HR as a core of transformation. They need to allow it to happen. They need to support that shift. Every change needs to start with awareness about the current and desired stage. What is our current culture? What are our values? Or um, what is the current level of safety? What is the engagement of people? Do we understand the employee satisfaction? Are they promoters? If you look into the ADP Research Institute Global Study of Engagement, only about 16% of employees are fully engaged. This means that 84% of workers are just coming to work instead of contributing all they could to their organizations. Be aware of those things is a good starting point. Many organizations start by measuring engagement on a yearly basis. And it's a good start. Having ability to compare results, not only to the global data, but also to your company trends. But if you start doing it, Two interesting things usually happen. The first, people start complaining that they have to fill in too many questions at one time. And the second, 
that once you start digging into the data and trying to inspect and adapt based on that, people start telling you that their responses are not particularly valid anymore. For example, you know, there was a lot of stress in December, but now in January, we feel it, it's all fine, and so on and so on. So sooner or later you realize you need to do such survey more frequently and also in a distributed way. The good news is that there are many tools which can support that need. I have experience with using Office Vibe, which is designed to ask one question per week. And that way is giving you more frequent data points and trends so you can make it actionable. It's easier to be measured and you can see the impact of changing the practices right away. Safety is a prerequisite for collaborative cultures and the level of psychological safety correlate with the team performance. People need to have a trust that they won't be punished when they make a mistake. One of the famous studies done by Google in 2012 on teamwork and team performance, Project Aristotle, identified that psychological safety is the most important for team success. The other interesting shift we are facing in agile organizations is about motivation. Traditionally, organizations focus on extrinsic motivation factors, where reward is used as a motivator for specific activities. Already from school, we are stimulating the fixed mindset where people believe their basic qualities like their intelligence or talent are given, and talent creates success without any effort. On the other hand, in agile organizations, we focus on intrinsic motivating factors, where we believe that people do the work because it's internally rewarding. It's fun, satisfying. In agile environment, we stimulate the growth mindset, where people believe that one can always improve or exceed their natural talents. All we need to do is to create a good learning environment, help them to be confident and deliver continuous feedback. And here is the role of HR in Agile organization to help creating such environment which is safe to fail, rewards learning, and builds a growth mindset. So let's now have a look to different functions HR has in hands. It's important to realize that the employee experience starts already before the day one, during the recruiting process. In agile organizations where hard skills and the past experience are not that important, we often focus on a culture mix, mindset, and ability to learn instead. We used to have a hard programming test for our candidates. It was so hard that a regular employee would not pass it. And it didn't tell us much as what we really need were people who can collaborate, learn new things fast, and were flexible. So instead, we started to ask them about what are they passionate about, what they did, what they like to do. We changed the whole process to allow people to find their roles. Don't hire for fixed roles. We also look into diversity. For team dynamic, it's good to have a mix of different profiles. For some roles, we did MBTI and TKI during their onboarding to help team understand people's typical behavior during decision-making and conflicts. And you can be more creative than that. 
Very agile organizations are often inviting candidates to join them for a day. Recruiting is like a dating. It's good to have a chance to experience what does it look like to be working there. And also hear from the team their perspective. What is the candidate like? Some other agile organizations are doing a team hiring event where they invite all the candidates for the role, for example, scrum masters or product owners, to spend a day together and simulate a typical day. It's transparent for both sides and very revealing about the way how they interact in different situations. In general, contact before day one is encouraged. An onboarding can start by pair working, where the new person is not only introduced to the processes and products, but also to the people and teams. We always focused on the values and culture during our onboarding. And some organizations are creating a handbook for new employees to share with them who they are. Considering the shift from siloed-based departments with subject matter experts focusing on their specialization to more general cross-functional teams where members combine different skills to maximize the value, there is a trend to generalize positions and flatten the career paths as a hierarchy got less important. Agile organizations are moving from fixed detailed positions to T-shaped skill positions or even no positions at all with emergent roles depending on the actual needs. They abandon the skill-based positions and creating a competence-based model where employees are deciding what is their journey going to be. We optimize for flexibility and career mobility. Agile organizations invest in developing coaching and mentoring programs and encouraging the internal workshops led by employees where they teach each other. From my experience, the hardest is to imagine there is a flat structure possible where leadership is emergent. It's one of those things you need to experience to be able to believe in it. And it's like a chicken-egg problem. What helped me on my journey was the experience from our Scrum teams, where I could see how self-organization works at the team level. And then applying it to the large ecosystem was simply just using the same skills I was used to apply at the team level. In such an environment where people take over their ownership and responsibility for doing their best, to maximize the value and achieve the purpose. The detailed positions become irrelevant as teams are cross-functional and individuals T-shaped skilled. Then you can freely remove them as they are not needed anymore. Quite straightforward and simple, right? The culture and mindset goes first. The practices will follow. Once you embrace such collaborative and creative culture, it's time to redesign the performance reviews and evaluation process. The individual KPIs created by managers for upcoming year becomes irrelevant as the people are inspecting and adapting not only of what they deliver, but also what their roles are as those are changing depending on the needs. Some organizations are going towards team-created and measured goals like OKRs, but the others are removing any fixed goals with exchange to do radical transparency and a strong evolutionary purpose. That's the place where we talk about teal organizations. If you are not there yet, any type of 360, like comparative agility, agility health threader, and so on, can be a good start. 
It helps to start with receiving feedback and learning based on that. We are shifting from management feedback and ranking to self-assessment, peer feedback, and coaching for growth with regular check-ins. I remember that the biggest shift happened where we stopped evaluating and start coaching people. Help them to design their own journey. We made organizational goals transparent and led teams and individuals to create their own goals. Together with a strong sense of ownership, it helped to feed the motivation. Finally, the last step is to change the rewards and bonus system. It's only possible if you already created a culture based on collaboration, transparency and culture which is purpose-driven. Removing the detailed positions goes hand-in-hand hand with changing the evaluation system. The peer feedback is flowing there and back on a daily basis and most of the teams would be running their regular retrospectives to improve and help each other to grow. Most of the Agile organizations are shifting towards higher-based salary with no variable part as they realize that money are more demotivating factor at the end of the day. In creative complex world, incentives for tasks are not really working. So the organizations are decoupling financial rewards from individual performance. If there is any bonus, it's more at the organizational level, split the teams, allowing them to distribute it themselves then given by the KPIs evaluation or decided by management. Some organizations go further on and make salaries transparent. They focus on rewarding people behavior and learning over doing your job. They realize that flexible working hours, self-selection of work, unlimited vacation, work from any place in the world, etc., are better motivation factors than your salary and bonus. It's all a very different world, and it will not shift overnight. So start small, inspect and adapt from there. The very first step is to get awareness about what culture you have right now in your organization and what is the desired culture. You might need a good communication, facilitation and coaching skills to be able to help your organization to reflect that way. But that's the beginning. It's all about the mindset. Grow that mindset first, the practices will follow. In a summary, Agile HR helps organizations to change their culture to be more creative and collaborative and less control and compete oriented. We build organizations around motivated individuals, involving them in co-creating their journey. Agile HR focuses on the best employee experience from the first contact through day one, supporting their growth, motivation, and increasing their value to the organization. It's not about processes, but a different culture. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Way podcast hosted by Zuzi Shokhova, author of the Great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sokhova.com S-O-C-H-O-V-A dot com Thank you for listening.